Welcome to Wrestling with God Show, the podcast where we grapple with the big questions about faith, religion, and life. I'm Irish McMahon, and I'm here with my friend and Irish Catholic priest, Father Len McMillan, who also likes to be called the Supreme Commander. <laughs> hey, Father Len. Hey, Irish. So are you ready to take on another uh, big subject or you question betcha. here? Um, Throw it at me. So our Catholic faith tells us that we are created by a loving, all-powerful, all-knowing God, and that we're created in God's image and likeness. So here's something that's really kind of hard to reconcile about that, at least for me and I think for, for a lot of people. Why are we as human beings created by God uh, so fragile and flawed? You know, why do we get sick? How are we capable of doing such bad stuff to each other, like lying and cheating and stealing, even killing each other? What's up with that anyway, Father Lynn? Okay, uh, that's a big question. So I have to break it down. When you say we are made in the image and likeness of God, right. have you ever wondered why it repeats image and likeness? Because that seems redundant. Why uh, yes, it is redundant, God? isn't it? No, it's not. Oh, it it's actually not. just okay. seems that way. Um, so – Explaining the image of God. So the image of God, um, think how radical that thought was. Because at the time period, um, the image of God would be the king. The Hebrew word for image is the same word as idol. And the king was the image of God. So the king's will was great and the king was the image of God. And us serfs, us below the line, we're not the image of God. Think how radical it was of the Hebrews, to say, oh, no, the king is not the image of God. We are all created uh, in the image of God together. You know, for the slave is the image of God. That's a radical idea. Do you get what I mean? Uh-huh. So even like modern racial tensions, to have this theological belief that it doesn't matter, doesn't matter what the color of your skin is or who you are, we are all made in the image of God. And the image of God, in typical American way, we always reduce it down to the smallest denominator, and we translate it to say, I am made in the image of God. That's not what the Bible says. Remember, in the Bible, there's two creation stories, and the image of God is one in which the northern tribes, God creates all of humanity in great diversity at once, and it says, let us make mankind in our image. It's a Let hint. us make mankind in our image? Right. What, what do you mean by that? Well, that's a really bizarre one. What does that mean? Now, only until you get to Christianity, when we have this theology of the Trinity, that God is absolute love. God is lover, beloved, and love itself. God is pure, loving community. And so the image of God is humanity um, all united together. As God is complete unity – the image of God is not a singular human being. The image of God is uh, all humanity united together. So that in baptism, we're baptized so that we can be the image of God. Baptism ce celebrates our unity with God and each other. Jews and Catholics, as I always like to say, Jews and Catholics believe we storm the gates of heaven together, not alone. Together, we're the image of God made in the image of God, um, not one singular person. 
Um, does that make sense? Yes. So then why repeat the word likeness? Well, likeness means something else. Likeness, um, the image of God is a noun. Likeness is a verb to do, uh, to act. So um, God made humanity in, in the image of likeness. Image in the sense of unity. Likeness is that God also gave us work. We're supposed to tend the garden. We're supposed to make the garden or the earth back into the Garden of Eden. The likeness of God is that we have work to do. Um, the likeness, it's like baptism celebrates our unity, but confirmation sim- celebrates that you have gifts and I have different gifts, and we're supposed to use those gifts. Um, so that's a verb. So the, Im- the likeness of God is um, that we have gifts that are supposed to be used to, to God. And like being Irish, the great uh, Celtic theologian, Dun Scotus from uh, the Dark Ages, um, he said every creature is given gifts that point to God. We believe well, every human being made in the image of likeness of God. I have gifts that I have to use to make this world uh, a better place. Does that make sense? So, just so that, we don't come here perfect. We come here with the ability to use our gifts to create this community where we all get along and, to, and well not only create this community create the earth into back to the garden of eden okay we have gifts we have unity that's in the image of god and you're right nobody comes in perfect even in the uh like i love this in in the creation story in the creation story the catholic theologian from the very early church saint irenaeus and he was, um, he was. I forget how it goes, but um, there's a apostle John, who then was the mentor of another early church father, and Irenaeus was in the second after the apostle. So that's great street cred to say. You know, I was taught by the uh, disciple of John, and Irenaeus has this great theology. He said when Human beings were created. We were created, yes, originally pure, but not mature. Um, human beings were created, but we still needed to mature. And when we sinned, Christ would have Christ. God always planned Christ to come and bring us to our hu- true humanity. What sin did was bring about the cross. Either way, Christ would have come to bring us to our true humanity. So we might have been pure, but not mature. So God created us to come here and do work and become mature. Yes. To, to find our gifts, use our gifts, and then find our way back to him. Fulfill, right. And for true humanity. So like even in the, the second creation story, the one typically called Adam and Eve, it's actually pretty profound. So Adam, to explain the story, Adam... Yeah, this time, in this creation story, all humanity is pictured as a singular person, Adam, which just means it, it actually is, keeps saying Ha-Adam, the earthling. And if I said the earthling, you don't know if it's male or female. And there's a point to that. We're created for each other. And the earthling has this problem. He's lonely. So God created the world with a problem. And the problem's loneliness. And so... 
God splits the earthling and takes a rib bone. And the reason why um, the Jews say um, rib bone is this. The word side in Hebrew and rib are the exact same word. So poetically, did God take a side of Adam or a rib of Adam? Works either way. You're still half a person. Um, but the reason why the Jews say they translate it rib, and I like this, is that um, if God would have taken a bone from man's foot, man would try and dominate woman. If God would have taken a bone from man's head, uh, woman would try and dominate man. But if he takes the bone closest to the heart, we'll realize we're incomplete without somebody to love. Hmm. And so before, God calls them the earthling. And after uh, – when in English, we clean it up and we say, oh, Adam fell asleep and was anesthetized. That's actually not the Hebrew. It's death. Adam dies for love. And when he awake, wakes, what happens is true uh, community. So before, he calls them the earthling. After you know love to the point of death, self-sacrificing love, mm-hmm. then God calls them human beings. So uh, we're born earthlings. But once we know self-sacrificing love, then we become true human beings. And Christ on the cross, think about when it gets a side split – that would remind you of the Adam and Eve story. Christ dies and what's born is the church. This idea that Christ is showing us how to become full, mature human beings by the way of the cross. So we'd say, well, we're created in the image of likeness of God. But actually Christ, it says in the Bible, is the image of God. Not created in the image of God. Jesus is the image of God. And we're going to say Christ is going to bring us to the true image of God. And so, yes, we are born frail and immature. And just speaking of the creation story, there's this book called Revelations of Divine Love by Julian of Norwich, just great mystical theology. And Julian of Norwich was this uneducated 14th century English mystic. And she says, you know, God, if eating the apple, it doesn't say apple, but that's what they thought at the time. If eating the apple would have caused all this trouble, why didn't you just knock it out of Adam and Eve's hands? <laughs> I just exactly. The that's what I would say. But God says to her, that's not the point of the story. The point of the story is that when God creates a human person, um, there is a fault in every human being, and that fault is no defect in the eyes of God. That brokenness is how we're going to become true human beings. And, and I like that. All of us, we don't have to sin, but all of us have a defect that is going to help us find our way to Christ and each other. Um, that defect is that, – that fault is no defect in our eyes. So yes, we are born frail. But sometimes it's our defect that brings out our true humanity. Does that make sense? Yes. So anyhow, made in the image of likeness of God, that is a tremendous theology. So we'd say, well, uh, God created us in the image of God when we're united together. Christ is the image of God, which is going to restore our true humanity. So yes, we are born frail and even broken. But that's actually going to how we're going to become true human beings. We're following the way of Christ like Adam. We'll finally end up to the point of self-sacrificing love. Yeah, I mean it's – you've really 
you know, kind of helped explain it, it's still kind of hard to understand why God wouldn't create us perfect. Why, I mean, if he's all-powerful, all-loving, whatever, I mean, I, 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 it's, it's, it's hard to wrap your head around. Yeah, I always think if I was created perfect, then there's no praise to God. Like if I was created absolutely perfect, then I wouldn't be me. I have to learn that my greatest desire is actually for God and love. If I was already preset that way, that wouldn't be me or you. Huh. Okay. Like every like um every So you'd t- end up taking credit for it and you know, I mean and I never really yeah, you, I, I wouldn't even understand the value of it because I I always had it. Yeah, I gotcha. I gotcha. It's I mean this life is really an interesting mysterious thing. I think life is the way of the cross. It is you become a true human being. We're all born earthlings, not evil. Um but not fully mature. Yep. Well, I think that's uh, that's probably a good way to end this uh, episode, Father Len. I think, uh, once again, you've given us a heck of a lot to think about. Well, thanks, Irish. And, uh, you know, uh, give us a sense of how to understand what the heck's going on in this world. So, anyway, I hope that uh, you'll join us next time as we continue our journey climbing uh, the mountain of life searching for truth, meaning, and purpose in our lives. And in the meantime, if you have a question uh, about faith, religion, or life that you'd like us to grapple with, you'd like to test Father Len with, uh, we'd love to hear from you. Just head over to our website, wrestlingwithgodshow.com. That's wrestlingwithgodshow.com. Click on the questions button. Uh, Thanks for listening. See you next time.